What companies deserve your hard-earned dollar? Which would you want to work for? How can you know if they share your values? Just ask us. Just Capital is a nonprofit that tracks who really means business in supporting workers, customers, communities, the environment, and shareholders. We measure progress, track success, and help them be better. When you see the Just Capital seal, you know what's real because just business is better business. Visit justcapital.com to learn who makes your dollar count. You got a council meeting today. How many more? How, is this the last one for the year? How many more you got? We've got two, including today, uh, today and two weeks from now. So it makes the Simmons Bank Liberty Bowl thing so much more important because we've got to, and this is just my humble opinion, but we've really got to go ahead and put a bow on this thing and uh, get the Smith's money kicked in so we can uh, make the improvements. What's the this J.B. Smiley deal? Uh, he says that, he he wants to present a resolution that would make the ownership transfer contingent on adding board seats at the University of Memphis Auxiliary Services Foundation, of course, so that he or somebody else on the council it says seats plural. So uh, they they want they want to be able to uh, call some shots even after the transfer. It sounds like that's exactly right, and it's it's you know in these scenarios situations, you've got to be very, very careful. You know, on the one end, uh, I can see why, you know, they, they we want to have at least some control uh, over the asset. But at the other end, you know, what the old saying goes, you don't tug on Superman's cape. And in this town, uh, Fred Smith and Pitt Hyde and, and those types of folks, they're Superman. And I, I, you run a very dangerous risk in a game when you're trying to basically ask for board seats, the wording on the council basically says it is in direct relation to this deal, which gets very close to quid pro quo. So he's he's playing with a lot of fire in this case. Um, And not last and not least, it's not going to happen. Their charter won't allow it. You, You know, at the very least, he didn't read their charter before he just popped off and did this, or he knows this. And he's trying to pick at this for whatever reason. Well, that's in, that's that's interesting that this comes up at the at the last minute. I mean, this is stuff that could have been hashed out a few weeks ago, or at least a week but, ago. Yeah, and Frank, to your point, or to to the point you made, my question is: Why should the city have some say in the entity after they've handed over? Jeff, you had a perfect analogy earlier. What was it about selling a house? If I if I uh, if I buy a home, I don't want the ex owner can't come back telling me I can or cannot paint something or knock out a wall. It's my house now. But uh, the, the former owner also well, doesn't incur Jeff, any expense either. So, Well, Jeff, uh, if it's okay, plagiarism in politics is a form of flattery. That, <laughs> I, If you don't mind, I'm going to use that uh, at 1030 this morning. <laughs> Have at uh, it. Because, guys, guys, you're exactly right. You sell an asset, you sell a car, you sell a house. Uh, you know, Tim, you know. Yeah, the previous owner can't come back in, or you know, I guess they could ask, but the new owner is going to say, "Look, pound sand. I'm giving yeah. you fifty million dollars. I'm pumping fifty million into this asset." But again, I I, I get the, I get the theory of where they're coming from. Well, which I don't. Is, could you explain it? Because I don't. Okay, absolutely. Look, uh, guys, you know the mayor is the CEO of the city, signs the contracts. The council is a legislative body and basically proposes and passes budgets. This has been dropped in on us at the last minute. And in many ways, you know, we've got two meetings left to really get into the weeds on this thing. 
And like a lot of major decisions, we were not given a ton of time to really get into the weeds on the questions. We're now getting into it. We're going to get it done. But I I think from several of the council members, J.B. Smiley in particular, Chase Carlisle, Look, it's it, it, too many times we're handed things and told to make instant decisions on multi-million dollar problems. And I think their position is, is, guys, slow down, bring us in a little earlier. Let us at least have some more input. Uh, as for me, again, I err on the side of don't talk on Superman uh, Smith's cape. But, you know, I see in a way where they're coming from as the legislative branch. Frank, all you got to do is look at at the pyramid that that sat on the city for a long time after the the, the Tigers moved out and it was vacant. That that Bass Pro thing, people kind of giggled at first about it, but it was great. It took the it took the pyramid off the city, you know, and they they've souped it up, and it, that's turned out to be a, a a really good deal. You can look at a former arena that now the city doesn't have to do any kind of maintenance, any kind of upkeep, mothball it at all. To me, I mean, you've got a prime example of a president right there. Well, the government shouldn't be in the business of running right. stadiums anyway. They, what government does well is collect money. Yeah. And in this case, redistribute it. You can collect this way. The city can collect money uh, <laughs> after the fact. Yeah, because Frank, I don't recall JB Smiler or anybody on council asking uh, the parent company of Bass Pro, "Hey, we want a seat at your decision board after we after this deal is Let me done." Tell you what get kind of fish to put in that pond. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, it, 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 hey, guys, all I have to do is turn around and say, you know, look, you're showing that, that much interest. Why don't you just move a couple hundred, you know, what is it, a couple, what, a thousand yards and get involved in the Coliseum and tell me how to solve that tar baby. Yeah. I mean, it, well, look, no, Jeff's guys, got a solution. Jeff, jump- your solution for the Coliseum, what is it? Uh, and I, I'm saying this in all serious now, Frank, <clears throat> and this is not people kind of laugh at it. We've seen it at, at other at other stadium implosions. You just have a big 4th of July. And you can t- tell JB specifically, <laughs> the city can make money on this. Oh, man. To tell, the, I mean, uh, you make some money, you, baby. Have a big 4th of July <laughs> celebration. And, of course, you don't put people up next to it. You rope it off at a safe distance. But Because the, the asbestos. The, the finale to the fireworks show is the implosion. Couple people. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you sell high-priced okay. tickets. People, would, they went to the big dig. They'll go to the big demolition. Blow up. Yeah. yeah. Go ahead, Frank. You know, $10,000 a ticket, you know, uh, guys, oh, my God, don't even get near the Coliseum because that'll, that'll stir up another hornet's nest. But, again, <laughs> I think your Bass Pro comment is, is excellent in, in terms of you are correct. Government doesn't do anything well except snatch your money uh, for no particular reason and then redistribute it to God only knows where. Okay, you're exactly right. So get the asset off our books. Yeah. Again, to, to our listeners, when the Smiths put $50 million on the table, you know, it, 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 I get the part about, hey, let's get some board seats or let's at least ask the question so our friends can get jobs and, and seats and all that. Okay, I get it. <laughs> That's it right but, there, Frank. So our friends can get jobs. But, That's would, it. You would that a, it. By the way, would that be a paying gig on that board? Because I know some people have issues with, with their taxes and whatnot from time to time. Look, guys, I have no no clue, don't want to know. <laughs> guys, I don't even want to get anywhere near that because the way this, <laughs> the way the resolution is worded, guys, uh, I, I'm not real comfortable about, you know, you've got to do this for me to do that. 
um, mm. of something of value. That, yeah, so yeah, see, that, the, that, the, the, the typical city cronyism is starting to creep right into this deal, too. You know, can you just tell JB that we will never get Taylor Swift or Beyonce in, in Simmons Bank Liberty Stadium if he holds this thing up? We, we, oh, that's right. My next to last meeting, you guys bring up the uh, the 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 the, uh, the the concerts out at the Liberty Bowl. Yeah, I've been working on this for eight bloody years. Oh, I know. Yeah, it's it's we're we're getting there, and 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 I'm sure I'll get JB Smiley some really killer Beyonce tickets when she comes. Okay, I get it, but the the board seat though, and, and let's go back to our what are, what's being proposed for our listeners. The, the University of Memphis, because it manages so many different properties, cannot give a board seat up. But they are uh, about to offer all kinds of clawback provisions for the city and, and city input in terms of the use of the Liberty Bowl, in terms of we'll, they'll ask us at least. Uh, but well. you know, at the end of the day, if they want to paint that house pink, they can do whatever they yeah. want. They so- bought it. Hey, everybody, this is Dan Bespris, host of Fantasy NBA Today, a daily fantasy basketball podcast. We cover every box score from every game every day, plus bonus shows on buy low opportunities, players to stash, schedule analysis, and really anything you could need to smash your league into deliciously tiny pieces. Catch the Fantasy NBA Today podcast, part of the Believe Network on YouTube or wherever you listen. Um, on another topic this week, uh, boy, you guys eating good down there at council, huh? $32,000 in catering. <laughs> you know, I, I'm laughing only because I didn't know how much they spent on all that. What kind of food Look, did you, you get, guys, Frank? We've been dis- uh, it's not folks folly. I'll promise you that it's, um, they, they do serve lunch. Now, of course I'm okay with peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. And, and for a long time, I paid my own way. Um, I'm so glad that of all things, and did, did anyone in Memphis, Tennessee ever think that a staunch Republican like me would thank a council member or a public official, the last name Ford for bringing to light (laughs) fiscal spending problems? Yeah, no kidding. Every, everybody sit down, hang on a Ford actually proposed this to bring to light all the mis- misappropriations of spending by his fellow Democrats on the city council. And that $1,800 Martavius Jones Christmas uh, birthday party is, in fact, on there. Yeah. How what kind of that, cake are y'all getting? Yeah, how did that get on there? I mean, how how is it that we, the taxpayers, are footing the bill for some dude's birthday party? Well, when I was chairman, none of that happened, and I had to approve everything. Obviously, with Martavius as chairman, he's more than happy to green light any little idea, and he he obviously has zero control over his staff. I I just don't. I mean, it's simple that, as that, guys. Is that a actual leg, legitimate city business expense that should be on a city credit card? I personally think no. And that's just me. If it had been brought up to me as chairman, I would have said hell no. But when you're chairman and you can even vaguely justify it, I mean, you've got a county commission chairman that's been on the board, what, a year? And she was having uh, commission uh, you know, meetings that, where she did not invite all the commissioners and had these huge boat parties up and down the Mississippi. Look, 
guys, when they have never run their own business, when they haven't run a huge, huge multi-million dollar budget, and they get the keys to the candy store and nobody's questioning them, and they could care less what the public thinks of them, you get $1,800 plus plus birthday parties that are couched as council things that obviously Republicans, you know, we wouldn't touch with a 10-foot pole. So, you know, you guys would throw us out of office if we pulled that. So as we, if we understand this correctly, not only did we foot the bill, but this party was on city time, like when they're supposed to be doing business of the city? Because that's the only way Ditch, they could justify great, paying for it. Ditch, that's a great point. I have no idea when this party happened. So you weren't there? Uh, you, <laughs> Oh, hell no. <laughs> you didn't get a piece of cake? What uh, in the world? Uh, for, forgive me, because I know we have to be PG-13 family friendly, but <laughs> hell no. Yeah. Um, yeah. It, no, that's not going to happen, guys. Um, again, if, if you have to spend more than, say, five, ten seconds justifying something, you probably don't need to do it. Mm-hmm. And sitting there... You know, I'm sure that took them more than 10 seconds to justify it to themselves. And let's call it what it is. I mean, you know, we get what we deserve when, well, theft, we get what we deserve when, uh, how many people showed up to vote? About 22, 23%, something like that. Of the, of the registered voters. Yeah. 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 Yeah, it's pretty sad. And name ID prevails. Uh, you know, we were talking about it, uh, just a couple of days ago. It's, it's crazy how. You know, folks, they sit and listen to your radio show. Y'all got a great, huge audience, and I'm sure a large percentage of them vote. But if you think about it, so many people are either so disgusted with things that they don't show up or they don't like any of the candidates or whatever reason. Well, we get this, and then they keep getting reelected. And I guarantee you, Martavis is thumbing his nose at you. JB is thumbing his nose at you. You know, you could yeah. bring him on, and I'm sure he'd give all kinds of great reasons. But at the end of the day, he had a birthday party on the city dime. Yep. Every week, Michael Rosenbaum is getting deep with someone new on the Inside of You podcast. Let's get inside of Shelly Hennick. Yes. So Obliterated's on Netflix. Mm-hmm. I had the best time. And it was great. challenging, but it was like the show that doesn't runners. always happen. Everybody's trying to make a show, and you're this not. This was a dream. It's no fun. Genuinely. That's and if it beautiful. wasn't, I would just keep my mouth shut and talk about something else. Like, yeah, it like, was. hey, it was fine. Because yes. I've done that. I've asked people, and they're like, you know. Yeah. Inside of You with Michael Rosenbaum. Wherever you listen.